What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of MRP. I'm not doing the DJ horns. <laughs> Juan, can we get some DJ horns? Oh, yeah. I'll add a post, okay? Yes. All right, add a post. All right. Insert DJ horns. There you go. <laughs> All right, today we will be taking a trip to another world, or I guess another plane of existence. Hell yeah. Okay, no, but like seriously, we're going to learn a little something-something. Um, if you've listened to our show before, you know we love all things supernatural. Isn't that right, Kevin? Yes, we do. Yeah, we love Boy, supernatural we. shit. We, oh my god. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, well, one of the things we're going to explore tonight is astral projection. Um, that has to do, you know, like spiritual plane and diving into lucid dreaming as well, too. Uh, you know, I'm very excited. And um, as a special guest, to talk about yes. these things with us is uh, someone who is uh, more experienced in these things yes. than we are. So we are here to learn from introduce yourself hey i'm holloway nice to meet y'all clap applause insert applause here. <laughs> applause. cool love it sorry i have to burp <laughs> beer. Where's, your, where's your professionalism it's it's out the window okay well um let's uh get started uh first of all the uh, first of all tell us wow you suck. oh my god <laughs> kevin if you would stop fucking with <laughs> Oh, who's this guy? Can't even lead an episode. Oh my god! All right. Okay, so back, back, back to our uh, uh, couch potato. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, tell us a little about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, as generic as that sounds. As generic, yeah. So like, okay, so I, I guess first and foremost, I am a spiritual person. I'm an artist. I, I'm from Atlanta. Hey. Um, I spent some time Locals, in England. Bruh. England. Oxford, right? I went, I did grad school in Oxford and then I came back just in time for COVID. So that was my schedule this year. Right on. Um, (laughs) Good shit. But um, I identify as a shaman. I don't mind if people call me a witch. There's a lot of terms that are kind of fully encompassing or very specific depending on what you want to get into there. But um, I'm comfortable with a lot of different terms. So it kind of doesn't matter what you call me. It's all good. Good. I'm glad because Um, I don't know anything about said terms. That's fine. Uh, we've, We've done an interview with, with, uh, yeah, with the witch with before. The witch before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that was like what's it was very specific with what yeah, she it was, did. It was because uh, she's was a Hoodoo? chef. <laughs> oh. That's not the magic part. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, cool. I know, but you know, like, you know, she's a chef. <laughs> she calls call herself it. the kitchen witch. Yeah. Okay. That was like her she brand. Did. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not voodoo, but it's. Yeah, I think it's hoodoo. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That was a really interesting episode. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder when we're going to post that. Sorry, guys. We're, we're uh, looking for a new producer. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking for a new sound guy. Applications are available at LinkedIn. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess okay. Um, to kick it all off, in 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 the simplest way, can you explain to us for someone who like doesn't know what any of this is, like Kevin, like me, um, or the uh, our live studio audience? Uh-huh. <laughs> can you sort of explain to us uh, exactly what you know what is the astral plane and what is you know astral travel and things like that you know so astral projection or astral travel is basically a very it's like a type of -of out-of-body experience there's a lot of things that can happen when you leave your body and by leaving your body what i mean is there's 
basically there's a belief but also i think there's some observable difference between your spirit and your physical body so astral projection is just moving around in a space potentially a totally different realm that is not bound by the density of normal physics that we're used to um an out-of-body experience and an astral projection are one and the same, but there's other things that can happen outside of your body that don't involve like leaving very far. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's the main difference, but they're basically the same thing. Um, and I think most people think of astral projection as like a really visceral, like you, you turn around and you see your physical body and that's how you knew you astral projected that's and it was so cool. Yeah. Um, but an out-of-body experience can be a number of things and I think dreams are also just basically smaller forms of out-of-body experiences. Um, again, you don't have to go that far to have an experience outside of your body, but people want to like go to space. Or, I mean, yeah, because I mean, yeah. when, when you see the pictures, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's yeah. always like someone like standing up and then like looking back and like, whoa, they're like, my God, it's there. me. <laughs> like, like that's no. always what it looks like. Yeah, and that's only happened to me a couple of times, honestly. I don't usually think to turn around and look at me. Um, but it is a very, it's a very bodily experience. So you think weird. that you're awake Love until it. you realize that you're not awake and you're up and walking around and going about your day, but then you're asleep because you saw yourself sleeping. So. See, that's so wild. See, just, <laughs> just the idea of that is so crazy to me. Yeah. So you've been in what, like, what's the concept of time in the astral realm? Um, wow. That's a, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, hmm. It's the most eloquent way to say this. So real time is happening all the time I guess so like I, maybe this is a, a good place to insert like a quick book that would be amazing to get into if you're interested in astral projection okay um, yeah do it it's yeah. called astral dynamics it's by Robert Bruce he's an Australian mystic um but he he writes out very like step by step how to enter a state that makes it easier to have an astral projection okay um and he just has a lot of anecdotes so he talks about things that has the things that have happened to him and like his most memorable experiences and seeing other people who were dreaming and being out of his body and observing them and it's a it's a very informative text it's cool but uh, it answers a lot of very basic questions about what astral projection is and uh, he could probably say it more eloquently than me in that text. Yeah, let's get him. Where's he at now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he's down under. I don't know. I don't know where he's at right now. <laughs> yeah, because I mean like well, okay, this is also mostly based on like inception, but uh, is time like because time is slower in dreams, you know, is it or is that like bullshit? Um, so I kind of get why you would think that because I mean, I think it because Christopher Nolan said it. Well, I don't think he's God. far off, I guess, but basically, like time, time kind of there's no reference for time when you're not bound by normal physics. Maybe. That's true, that yeah, true. that's true. So it's like very, it's very difficult to say how long it's been for example like if someone dies um it's there's a lot of theories about time passing differently when you die because you just don't really experience it anymore because mm -hmm. it's not relevant to you as a being that doesn't age anymore um so it's kind of I don't know that it's passing more slowly. Maybe it's not really passing. Maybe that's why it's different. It just like is. It just maybe it's exists. It's more like it's almost like this gelatinous. It's like a material around you that doesn't need to go anywhere while mm. we're alive. It's this like 
substance that's passing over us okay. for some time and then the results are aging the results are like um objects keep moving things keep revolving like- yeah i don't know it's um I guess I would say it's just not relevant when you leave your body anymore. And that's why dreams mm. seem very long, but they're just a couple seconds or yeah. I don't know. It's okay. um yeah. It's just a different it's a different way to experience reality in general and then time is just included in that different reality. Okay. So Yeah, I mean like I guess that's I guess that's why it's so hard to understand because we're so limited to uh what we're experiencing that just the concept of something outside of that is kind of that explains why yeah in every lucid dream i've ever had like the like clocks are like not really a thing they Mm. just they just have like symbols on them they don't mean anything and every time you look at a clock it's like different Hmm. can you read clocks when you're when you're doing that no no like when you're in a dream and you look at a clock it's gonna either read something different every time you look at it or just be like a bunch of squiggly lines that don't mean anything i was just looking into this because i saw a post about how you can't read in dreams and for me that's not true because i remember you posted something on facebook about that i get a lot of information in dreams through text that i've read so i'll take that and remember it and i write it down as soon as i wake up so Mm -hmm. i won't forget so i know that's not true but maybe what is generally true like the theory was something about how the vernix area of the brain like can't be accessed when you're dreaming is that is that the uh it, um, the part that you know makes words it kind of it's like <laughs> um, understands words there's areas of the brain that help you recognize letters for what they are mm-hmm. and apparently for most people when you're in a dream state you can't access those areas of the brain so you can't read quote unquote okay but say you could access those you could read in a dream and i think that must be true because mm-hmm. i'm not the only one that can read in dreams so i i, I think that's just like some people it just depends i can't read in dreams i've i've tried you can, that's all right <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had dreams where it was harder to read. Like I had to really sit with the text and say, what am I looking at? This looks crazy. And I know what you mean. It's like symbols instead. Yeah. Or it's weird. It's something that I want to read and I just can't. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, when, it's frustrating. That's what I was going to say. Like when, when, you're in that, read. when you're in that state, are you tr- like actively trying to read or like? Yeah. And I'll get okay. like pissed off because I can't exactly. read. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm sitting yeah. there like staring at my watch and wondering why I can't read the time on it. And then I look yeah. at a clock on the wall and I'm just like, what? what the hell exactly yeah Yeah. so it's hard to know exactly what causes that but again i can read sometimes i can read most of the time and then i can't sometimes so when i can't i get frustrated so i totally get it what do you do when you get frustrated in a dream you're just like Um, do you throw a fit it depends like if i'm really (laughs) yeah i'll have a little dream fit if i'm if i'm really deeply asleep i guess i'll wander off and dream something else but i'll usually wake up just out of pure frustration because like in a a realm where you can do everything and you choose to read (laughs) and then you you can't what's wrong so it's like the most basic thing. You try to look at a text and you can't read it. And yeah. it's like, okay, it's like, I'm why just, am I even doing this? It's like, you know what? I'm just going to go fly away somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's a perfectly reasonable response. If you're already after projecting, you should just fly. See the, um, let me tell you about my first experience. Almost my first and only astral experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. I think I've told the guys. Like, I'm pretty sure I've heard this story like a thousand times. Yeah. I've heard all of your stories a yeah, thousand you, times. Yeah. You have, you should <laughs> Okay, well, really she has to go I mean, <laughs> our listeners have also heard these stories a dozen times. <laughs> have I actually told this story on the show before? I think you may have told it on. <laughs> 
probably on the last dream episode. Maybe the dream episode. Yeah. But I mean, well, I don't know. Do it. Okay. Well, um, here's a fresh story from Jose, guys. <laughs> it's it, it's not a long story. Um, anyways, like the first time I um, like astral projected, I guess you could say, was mm-hmm. um, I was really tired from work, came home, laid down on my bed, and then all the lights were off. I was texting somebody. I don't remember who I was texting, but mm-hmm. um, I sent a message and then I just like closed my eyes and I'm like, I'll respond whenever. I'll just wake up and respond whenever I get that message. And then yeah. um, sure enough, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I heard my phone vibrate while I was in the process of falling asleep. And I was like, I'll yeah. read that later like, <laughs> or I'll pick it up in a second. And then I just fall deeper into sleep. But that was like the last thought in my head before I fell asleep. And then all I could think about was checking this message. Mm-hmm. And then once I went deeper into sleep, like I kept having this dream where like I'd hear my phone vibrate. I'd wake up, try to read it. And I couldn't decipher what was on the screen. I'd just like stare at it and stare at it. I'd get pissed off, mm-hmm. put the phone down, go back to bed, wake back up, check my phone. It was just like it happened at least four or five times before I'm like, like you were stuck in a time loop. Yeah, essentially. Mm. Cool. Before like the very last final time, I was like, wait a minute, this is a dream, isn't it? That's why I can't read. Yeah. And then like everything froze, everything like went black. Mm-hmm. And then there was just like nothing. And then I started like hearing like these ringing noises. Yeah. And then it kept getting louder and louder and louder and louder and louder until it was just like just you know, rattling your brain. Yeah. It's just like I was at a concert, but it was like someone was blasting the sound of silence in my face. Yeah. And then the I could sound. feel it all around my body. Like, like the song, the sound of silence no, or like, no, like the actual like sound, the actual of sound that silence Wait, like the cover of the sound of silence? <laughs> oh, the or cover the of the song. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine sitting in absolute silence. Yeah. That little ringing noise that you hear. And then have Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that ringing. Uh, Yeah, uh, whatever. Yo, that disturbed cover is really good, though. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's pretty decent. But back, back on track. (laughs) Okay, back on track. I know exactly. I know exactly what ringing you're talking about. Yeah, and then, and then it was like that amplified times like a hundred, and then I felt like the vibrations like all over my body. Yeah, felt the vibes. Yeah, I felt the vibes, bro. Straight vibes. Straight Mm -hmm. vibes. Straight vibes. Just concentrated vibes. So many vibes that I started floating out of my body. Nice. Exactly. it was crazy because like when I started like levitating out of my body I had all these like thoughts in my head I was like oh no I'm getting like abducted by aliens yeah like that would have been my first thought or or I was like oh no there's like a demon like pulling me out of my body and then it's like sat there and I was like wait I don't feel anything like tugging on my leg like I don't feel anything like like actually like yanking me at how how were you going up were you like like laying down and then like hovering upward or were you like standing up or were you like i was laying flat on my back and Uh i was and it felt like i was literally i was just levitating was it like you were full of helium and just like yeah yeah did you like (laughs) did you look around at all no and you're like oh wait am i am i moving like i was (laughs) i was too scared to open my eyes yeah i don't blame you yeah well and so okay when it was happening did you did you hear or see anything no my eyes were closed i didn't you just had the sensation of you yeah leaving like yeah and like the ringing was still a thing at this okay. point mm-hmm. i hadn't fully left yet mm-hmm. but it was like toning down a little bit yeah but like i got man i was maybe like four or five feet in the air mm-hmm. just laying still flat on my back how did you measure it 
dude, like, <laughs> it just, just kind of like, I, I know the dimensions of my room and I kind of know where I was relative okay. to where my bed is. No, I get it. You have a different perception of like space when you're free to move like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm just guesstimating. I was probably like four or five feet in the air until I just kind of like, I freaked out a little bit <laughs> and I was like, I want to wake up. I want to wake up. I want to wake up. And then as I was like pushing my mind to wake up, I felt my body like going back down slowly, yep. slowly, slowly till I finally like reached home base and then my eyes like shot open and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yep. That sounds like a perfect OB to me. And how was that? What was that like? Were you tripping out when you woke up? Dude, when I woke up, I was like, holy fuck, what just happened? Were you scared? Yep. Uh, I was scared shitless. I, I was kind of freaked out when it was happening and then when it was done and I woke up, I was like, damn it I kept going ah. well that's okay because now you know what to do when that happens yeah. again and but you won't be shocked ne- but it's never happened yeah stop again. being a little bitch that was- <laughs> no fuck you Kevin <laughs> no that was years ago it's never happened again but mm. I really like have you have mm. you tried since then like to I've, actively yeah, induce I've, it or I've, I've tried a few it? times but I've had more success with lucid dreaming although I don't have that many lucid dreams I've had yeah. like a handful in like the last like eight years well I was gonna say one thing you did that was really conducive to that experience was you kept your mind awake while your body fell asleep so because you were sitting there actively texting and then you fell asleep and you were aware of the texting and kept your mind on it that kept you mentally active while the rest of you was resting and then that caused a really nice split so you were able to leave and stay lucid and that's like basically the only trick to having an OBE like Mm -hmm. astral projection is keep your mind busy while your body rests and keep it really rested like be totally relaxed relax your neck in particular so if you like lie on your back don't tense up because that's going to keep you trapped in there and you're not going to move around and do fun stuff that's (laughs) a really good tip yeah I didn't know about the relax your neck part Mm-hmm. Say so super relaxed and then the rest of your body's going to follow. And uh, yeah, just keep your mind awake. Like pick anything. You could focus on a flower or you could focus on a corner of your room or text someone while you're falling asleep. That's perfect. And that's a very good way to cause that. So yeah, oh, that's scary. It's basically, it. it's basically it. <laughs> what if you like go into like the sleep paralysis though? Like where, I mean, that's probably uh, where you happen. see the scary shit, man. It's There's not scary like the big shit. shadows, man. Like, so that I have a lot of experiences that were super scary but I also have a lot of experiences that were just it was just me in my like little sunny room and there was nothing nothing weird happened even though I was paralyzed Mm -hmm. it was fine I just couldn't move but um, entities are like a whole nother layer on top of this stuff so if you I guess if you want to talk about like (laughs) psychic self protection or like getting grounded (laughs) there's all that stuff too we need the the defense right you can't just oh man yes yeah because I when I I was basically super, I was super atheist, like forever. I didn't want to talk about spirits, didn't like the idea of it, didn't like spiritual people. I was just like kind of a hateful and negative person. And then I just like popped open one day basically and was like, wait, all of this makes sense. What's wrong with me? I started having experiences that were, guess, I guess they were scary, but, um, they also taught me a lot about how to have experiences that were not scary with okay. new tools and new understanding of how things work in the spirit world. Um, I think some of it's also genetic, but it's like basically long story short, um, there's, there's like, I don't think anyone is incapable of having these experiences, but you do want to be open and 
um, I wouldn't say cautious, but just like know how to stay grounded and like cleanse yourself spiritually mm-hmm. or your space and just have good vibes in the room. It's like, it's very similar. I've never, I've not, I don't do psychedelics or hallucinogens or anything, but it's similar to having a very positive space to trip in. You mm-hmm. don't want to sleep in a room that you're not comfortable in. Of course. For, yep. And for that same reason, you're not like, you don't want to put yourself in a situation that would equate to a bad spiritual experience, whether okay. you're experimenting with drugs or not. But I don't do that. <laughs> you don't kinda, have to. That's kind of like what Justin would say. Uh, so we we interviewed this uh, paranormal blah, 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 paranormal wow, investigator. Kevin. Yeah. Um, we we did a couple episodes with him. Shout out to Justin, who Shout actually Justin. just had a birthday uh, like a week ago, I think. So uh, uh, happy birthday. Justin. Happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, and he would tell us the same thing that because we, we would ask him about like if there was any ever any sort of like something that stayed with him when he would do his cases or when he would do his investigations yeah. and he would say that yeah but it's it's sort of about being sure in your spirituality and being sure that like in your own faith and in all of those things so to not get pulled too far in or mm-hmm. you know um because he said that when he would do some cases and then some stuff would uh would follow him and that things were getting kind of creepy for him so that's yeah. when he would like back away and be like all right well let me chill out let me get spiritually right and then mm-hmm. go back to to work or whatever yeah that's crazy so that kind of leads into my next question mm-hmm. um how did you get like how did you get started doing all this what 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 got you interested in in this whole you know like you said that you just woke up and like oh spirits exist exactly um so i think really what it was was just recognition because i had i had intermittent experiences my entire life but i wasn't talking about it and it wasn't on purpose like i didn't think there was anything wrong with me i wasn't scared um i just thought it's like kind of like going to the bathroom like you don't really talk about it but everyone goes and does it i just assumed that everyone had experiences like mine <laughs> uh which sounds kind of funny How but naive. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know i wish <laughs> um and uh and my own family members that are like me also didn't talk about it but they also they don't like having those experiences so they didn't talk about it on purpose so I was not educated about it I didn't know that I would be open to spiritual things Mm -hmm. or um, tend to have things like astral projections or out of body experiences so um, I guess I didn't I didn't deliberately get into anything my one of my first memories ever is astral projecting it's just always been there Um, and then I think there was like a period of my life where I started rejecting it and I realized that my friends didn't have the same experiences because I started talking about it and they were like, ooh, this girl's <laughs> weird. Sure um, oh, but uh, then I realized it was okay. And just because my immediate circle wasn't like me, mm-hmm. didn't mean that there were not other people like me yeah. and it was fine. And then I read up on what I was experiencing and then cultures that had like similar practices or religions that had parallels between um, what I was going through and maybe like what a shaman in another country would be going through. It was mm. very, it was just eerily similar. So I got into it quickly as an adult, but um, the tendencies to reach for spiritual things, I think it was always there. It was just like part of me that I had to figure out after a while. So then you've had this uh, like these experiences since you were like a kid and then mm-hmm. it was just something that well, you mentioned something about genetics now is do you have history in your family of um yeah so it's, it's kind of it's like a mixed history i guess on 
I don't know my mom's family because she was adopted, um, but I have a feeling that some of this comes from her side. In fact, a lot of it probably does. But then I even found out recently that my dad's side has a lot going on. So I think it's just like a combination of the two. So there was, um, yeah, I, I don't think it has to do with like where they were from necessarily. It was really just... I guess just a general openness and then maybe a chemical issue. Like I, um, I got really interested in endogenous DMT. So not, not taking DMT and not synthetic DMT or even ayahuasca, but the DMT that we make in our brains that is in all living things. So I got really interested in that because I wondered if people like me just had higher levels of it Mm -hmm. and, or if they lacked the enzyme that breaks it down when you wake up. So that made a lot of sense to me for like why I would keep basically keep seeing what I was seeing in my dreams when I woke up I'd be walking around the house like in real time physical life and continue to see the things that I just dreamed about (laughs) even though I'm up making breakfast and stuff and I thought (laughs) that's really interesting and that corresponds with lacking enzymes that break it down so I think it also doesn't mean that my experiences or people like my experiences um, people who have the similar experiences I don't think it means that they're not experiencing something real but it is definitely um, not something it's not something that in the West is acceptable so they get mm-hmm. treated for it yeah, yeah so like an Eastern shaman versus a Western schizophrenic there's not a big difference except that one culture is very accepting of it the other culture is like what's wrong with you we're sticking you in a home ah, like we're gonna give you pills and then oh, if shit. you torture this person with like bad medicine or yeah. physical torture them or you know make them feel bad about what they see then that's going to be really traumatic for the person and they're going to assume something's wrong with them and that's when they start having real breakdowns and Uh that happens a lot there's a lot of people who go through that so there's i think treatment is a huge issue yeah um and it's like damn it big pharma yeah (laughs) for real that's a huge part of it yeah they need to start prescribing dmt um, I'll get a prescription for it. Yeah, like I'm so I'm so interested in like human DMT, and I I think ayahuasca is really interesting, but it's um it's also so culturally sensitive, and yeah. I don't I don't like the idea of a ton of people rushing to go take it and like just have this experience that's gonna blow their mind and they're not ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I think that's a little scary, and Definitely. then I'm really I think a lot of synthetics are really dodgy. I don't I don't really trust. I mean, it's Especially when they're like, if they're, you know, man-made in a lab, you can't obviously can't no. replicate the exact same way that the human body would. No. Um, and then, oh shit. And it just, it just forces open parts of your mind that I think you can open totally on your own. Um, mm, but lifestyle is a huge issue in the West too. Yeah. Like there's so many things we do that keep us from having spiritual experiences. Um, just by how we live uh and i think more people would like leave their body at night and remember it if they treated their body in a different way or if they were like um if they were open to experiences because of cultural or just like like family tendencies Mm -hmm. but we don't have those here um in fact it's the opposite they are not accepted here yeah so that's a that's a big deal (laughs) yeah capitalism capitalism. damn it (laughs) hey so um i think earlier you said something about like protecting yourself in Mm -hmm. the astral realm or like having a bad experience um 
you know, like it's it's good to know both sides. Like it's good yeah. to know that it's not just going to be like rainbows and butterflies on the other side. So yeah. as far as your personal experiences are concerned, what is like, have you had a bad experience? I've had a ton of bad experiences, but that is because I learned things in the reverse order. I would always say learn how to protect yourself and ground yourself before you become very spiritually open. I did the opposite. Don't do what I did. <laughs> um, so is that like it just becomes like super overwhelming to where you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. It's very overwhelming and it was affecting the other people I was living with and I felt really bad about that. Yeah. So I highly recommend not doing what I did (laughs) instead. Like it's not, it's really not a big deal though. Like just, um, let me think. Wait, like, like things would happen like, like things would shake or like, um, I got things thrown at me. I got growled at, I got hit, I got choked. Like there was a lot going on in my house, but that was because I was active. Mm. Um, I was actively opening myself and not actively protecting myself. Mm. What, that, was, what was growling at you? Um, I really don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, so shit. I've had a lot of experiences, but let, let me say this first. Yes. So the fir- before you do any kind of like astral travel or spirit communication or anything like that, just treat whatever you're attempting to contact like don't don't talk to strangers. That's my first rule. Stranger danger. Everyone's stranger danger. Yeah. It's just like in real life. You don't go into a stranger's house. You don't walk outside and just pick someone off the street and start talking to them. And a lot of people who attempt spirit communication do, do that. that. It makes me crazy. Because <laughs> they, they think they can control. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. So you shouldn't just go Damn out and talk to random people American on the street. American arrogance, I think it's okay, but you wouldn't do it, say, like... You wouldn't in, do it normally, right? Well, so, you wouldn't do it normally. You wouldn't do it in the dark when you can't see what they're holding if you're not sure who they are like that's that's essentially just spirit communication 101 is don't talk to strangers all right if you have like a deceased family member in mind i think that's different but um like that's usually okay but even then just make sure you're talking to who you think you're talking to so that is like my first rule dude that's crazy (laughs) okay so you can get stabbed on the spiritual plane bro (laughs) spiritually bleeding right and like it's also i mean you also wouldn't hang your head out the window and you know invite strangers in yeah it's it's the same yeah right so just treat them treat them like they're alive like they're really not different like it's just another another world but you're still visiting like, your it's only... A, it's a neighborhood that maybe exists right on top of your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and maybe their physics are a little different, but otherwise, they're just people who happen to lack a dense physical body like we do, but it's just, it's a neighborhood. So, so you could just, like, like fly around and wave? Uh, like talk over there, sure. <laughs> just don't go around, <laughs> when like, you're, When you're astral projecting and visiting <laughs> them, you could definitely do that. Just don't go around flashing your dick or anything. Don't like, do that, you either. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I, really not polite. <laughs> Here or there, you know? No. <laughs> um, I I know someone who had a really negative experience, mm-hmm. and she said it like really affected her like psychologically like really bad. Like she had to get like professional help. Yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy. If you want, I can tell you what it was. Um, I mean, it's totally up to you. I, mean, I don't yeah, know do how I don't, I don't know how do personal it. that is to that person to share. Fuck it. Um, it's anonymous. <laughs> okay, like, no, it's not. Tell her name. What's the name? Like, Go Texas, ahead. Texas. Her name. Juan Barroso. <laughs> oh shoot, that's me, bro. <laughs> You're supposed to keep that between us. <laughs> no, Nothing is sacred. No, don't worry. None of you know this person. Um, bet. 
So said person said that they were. Can we call uh, her Ashley? Just all right. So Ashley said that go. she Boom. was, uh, you know, wandering around the the spirit realm mm. or the astral realm, and she said, um, I forget what it was that she was doing, but she said that at one point she like looked back at her body and there was like demons like attacking her body mm-hmm. like trying to like stab and choke and like just they were just crowded around her body like not yep. doing good things yeah no i've uh, i've totally been there yeah it does happen like that's what i mean that's what i mean by like don't don't go into this also assuming that that is going to happen but yeah. it does sometimes and really what is the cause of that um, how can you prevent that bad vibes so bad vibes is a huge part of it like attracts really? like um if you're the other thing is that a lot of entities will prey on people who have energy that is nice for them so if you're feeling really sad, feeling really upset. If you're like, if you have a lot of self hate or hate Mm -hmm. for other people, something like that. I'm not saying this is true of Ashley, (laughs) but um, sometimes people um, are tastier for certain entities. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. um, Like, and then the opposite is true too. Like if you tend to be very positive, you're gonna tend to have positive entities around you. And it's also positive, it's also possible to be a light in the dark. That's like a term I like to use. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a space that is largely very negative and you're a very positive person, you can attract any number of things because you stand out, because you're a little bit different um, compared to the other energy around you. So maybe that was what happened to her too. But um, it's actually really common. Like I I don't say this to free people out, but there's there are small entities all over the place all the time um, because we're not used to seeing them. It doesn't usually bother us. And honestly, usually they don't do anything like quite bad anyway. But um, sometimes I don't know if you've ever had a thought that was kind of odd to you. Like if you if you say something to yourself, or you think something and you're like, oh, that wasn't really like me. Like, why did I think that? I think that corresponds a lot with spiritual activity um, in the immediate vicinity at the time. So like they influence thoughts, they influence behavior and mood and stuff like that. But I don't say that to discredit things that just happened to us. Mm -hmm. Like, because uh, I mean life, you know, right. Life, uh, chemicals, everything like things are just different for everyone. So every problem is not caused by a spirit, but some of them are in my opinion and from my observation. Scientologists, isn't that what Scientologists believe? <laughs> that like all of all of our all of our negative emotions and all of our negative feelings come from like aliens that were brought here and like cast into mankind. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. You're, you're I'm not like sure. Less than we got Tom Cruise on the phone. Tom Cruise, out. Oh, no, <laughs> we have Tom Cruise upset. on retainer. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is very upset, bro. Yeah, Tom Cruise is always upset. But whatever. <laughs> it's because he's short. Sure, people are angry. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, that's crazy, bro. Duh, you shouldn't say offensive things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I've never said anything offensive before. You haven't. This is your first time. <laughs> this is my first offense. This is the first time you've ever said anything offensive ever in your life. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was, I was just listening to a podcast um, where the lady in the podcast just goes through her... her uh, her experiences and she was kind of saying a similar thing that whenever she would like she was recounting one dream where she met um a bunch of different entities mm-hmm. and that she like felt scared and felt like a little worried but then she just like 
she just showed them love and stuff and that they were they were cool like after that and uh, it was kind of odd actually because so before any of that i never even considered that um that it was like another existing world where there are other inhabitants like just you Mm -hmm. know there so when she was talking about all the people that she would meet or all the things that she would interact with i was just like i never i never even thought about that because well because i always you know thought of it as a completely internal thing Mm. dreams in general yeah yeah Yeah. that and then i that, that that's why like before you know even learning about any of this stuff i was very um very much uh, prone to thinking that all of that was just internal like in that person's mind that one person's mind mm-hmm. um, but then yeah like I, you know thinking about considering it as another another like you said neighborhood that's happening you know with ours mm-hmm. I mean why wouldn't there be other things there right yeah. that you would you interact know, with and, that's, and that's interesting because like the human eye can only see so many colors in the light spectrum there's really? there's a lot more like frequencies and like I guess wavelengths of color that the human eye can't see. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff like that. There's so much yeah. material that like it gets complicated because we start separating things that are physical from things that are not physical. And when yeah. I talk about the spirit world, I don't really mean that it's a separate world, but it is an aspect of the whole universe that is not maybe just from my perspective, it's not as dense as ours. Mm-hmm. So we're just this like slow moving stuff at the center of the same universe as all the spiritual stuff. That stuff happens to be moving much more quickly. And that's kind of the main difference between mm-hmm. the two, probably. I can't prove that, but I think that's because the case. we're <laughs> held down by like gravity and well, there's like, gravity and stuff, but also just I guess I'm like energetically everything, all of our energy is moving much more slowly than that energy. And mm-hmm. if everything is energy, period, then it makes sense to me that like there's this there's this kind of like area where it bleeds together, and it makes it possible to have experiences in both realms. Okay. Like the same person could be in both places, and um, that's probably why maybe from my perspective we have these fast moving souls that are within our very dense slow moving bodies so it like it that split like when you have a natural projection that's that fast stuff leaving the slow stuff that's basically mm. all that is like you're vibrating at a different frequency yeah. literally it yeah. vibrates out of you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's what it is mm-hmm. the vibrations are like vibrating your spiritual self out of your physical body or yeah. something i guess right oh and one thing i wanted to add um, so when we're talking about like neighborhoods and dreams, I think one thing for me that confirmed the existence, not just of like souls, like human souls, but that the dream world was just the space and not this thing that I made up was mm-hmm. um, having the same dreams as my friends and we would both remember them. And that was that was very important to me because we were meeting in another place. We were having the same experience from our own perspectives and carrying back our memories of that same event. So that was like it was just very affirming that it was a place and not this thing I made up. So what when you would have those sort of shared experiences, mm-hmm. did the other person sort of view it the same way or did they just think it was just another dream that you happened to be in or something? Um, everyone's a little different, I guess. This is happening to me with like five people. It actually happened again last night, which is funny. But um, I have one main friend who he's basically my brother. We we've had a lot of the same dreams and uh, it's been very affirming because we're we're close enough that 
um, I don't feel stupid like telling him about yeah. what, especially early on when I was really unsure about mm-hmm. all these things that were happening. Um, I could tell him anything. And when we realized we were having the same dreams, it was much easier to meet up. Um, you can also set goals. So like if you're interested in doing this too, you can like turn to your friend and say, okay, we're going to try to dream meet in this one space and just see how it goes. It's just a form of affirmation. Can you meet people in dreams? Like, have you ever like interacted with like your friend? That's what in, she just said. In a, like, <laughs> like, do you mean like when we're both dreaming or do you yeah. mean? Um, yeah, because, because yeah. you said that y'all had the same dream, but in your own perspective. Yeah. I'm so what I mean, about, like, have you guys like met and talked and hung out in a dream? Yeah, that's That's what I mean. Oh, so that is when what I, mean. sorry, that's oh, what I mean okay, by same okay. dream. I don't mean that we both dreamed about a rainbow with a pig under it. Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. like, right. like we both walked up to a pig under a rainbow and we had this conversation standing next to a pig. And then we both remembered what the conversation, what like just as like, you were there. It's like, yeah, I was there. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like about symbology or anything like that. It wasn't that the dream. (laughs) You guys were literally in the same place. Yeah. That's insane. Just chilling. Like what we're doing now, a dream. And this happens to me all the time. Like, Yo, let's do an episode of the Astral Okay, Realm. no, no. Tonight, everyone dream about this exact right here. Should I? <laughs> and we'll meet up. Do we meet back here? Meet me in the Astral Realm. All right. Right here. All right. We're going to leave this setup the way it is. <laughs> yes. We're going to meet here at four in the morning in the Astral Realm. And if you leave everything on, maybe we can use it. Just saying. That would be in fucking insane. That would be cool. If that we started brings, recording. That brings it. You hear these faint whispers, and you're like, "What the hell is that?" Well, <laughs> it's Captain. Then I can finally make it to that episode, <laughs> and we can add that into like the bloopers or something. Yeah, <laughs> or just add it into the episode itself. Mm. There you go. We yeah. can just replace this whole episode with <laughs> while we're going to record at 4 a.m. We'll just make a whole other podcast. There you go. <laughs> From the astral realm. That's fine. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. It's you just can't. Okay. Would oh, would would that work though? Like would um. But like leaving the technology. Out to be used? Yeah. Like would technology work for those entities or for us as entities? What do you think? Are we able to meet in the dream realm? Find out on the next episode of our Astral Meet series. Let us know if you've had similar experiences. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other socials by searching for MRP Show or visit us at mrpshow.com to stay updated. Thank you for listening, and please support us by rating us five stars. It really helps. Until next time. I forgot to hit record.